Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Race, background, religion, and creed. Every child of every color, born and unborn, is made in the holy image of God. Well, hi, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. The corruption is out of all control. Uh, That's where we're at right now in America. We have got in the White House a corrupt president. We have got a corrupt family, the first family. Yeah, the first in history to be so corrupt. Uh, This is a man who is guilty with uh, other relatives of his, including and starting with Hunter, uh, but also extending to others, bribery, extortion, money laundering, wire fraud, betrayal of America to countries that do not have our best interests at heart, allowing those countries to get away with murder, to put America last. The evidence is, I don't know what else some people want, you want a video of Biden carrying a money bag? Is is that is that what some people need? We've got videotapes, we've got audio tapes, we've got bank records, we've got whistleblowers, we've got uh, uh, the hearings in Congress now putting together all these pieces. This Biden family is a corrupt family. Now, Dick Morris's book is com- going to be coming out pretty soon, The Biden Corruption Family. Keep an eye out for it. We'll certainly keep you posted on this program. And once it comes out, we'll go through it and we'll look at a number of things that we've talked about before. But this is out of control. Now, on this program, we look at things through the Word of God. And uh, we're going to look at a number of passages here tonight. I want to spend a little bit of extra time in, in prayer because we've got to pray against this corruption. We've got to inform ourselves of it. We've got to inform our fellow citizens about it including, by the way, to the clergy out there, I say, preaching it from the pulpit. And, I mean, this is, we are talking about corrupt, we are talking about a moral issue, right? I mean, the pulpit has something to do with morality. I mean, this has something to do with God's commands, right? I mean, these people, look, they're breaking basic moral codes. They're breaking laws. They're going against the Constitution. But we're also, they're also breaking the Word of God, it's sad for us as Catholics, it's sad for all of us as Christians, that the, the most corrupt president in our history claims to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Claims to be a member of the Catholic Church. And he's disgracing those things, those beautiful realities. I mean, this is... A, so we've got to look at this according to the Word of God. You know, there was... I'm going to go into these readings now. And then I'm going to look at some polling, people, people thinking about Biden, and go through again some of the uh, latest developments in this whole saga. Sad, sad saga. And you know, before we go into this reading, just this one point, you know what the left is doing, what the Democrats in collusion with the fake news media are doing, right? They want to distract the American people. All this emphasis on President Trump, all these completely baseless indictments and charges, all meant to distract people 
from the Biden crime family. And by protecting themselves, they're not just protecting Biden, protecting Obama. Biden served as vice president under Obama. Let's not forget that. If he was doing crooked deals with Ukraine and China and God knows who else, there's a number of countries that have been named in the midst of all of this. You you don't think Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, John Kerry knew about all these things? Of course they did. Democrats are trying to protect their own all the way around. They're corrupt. That's why they kill babies. That's why they have no problem with dismembering babies. And this all goes together. They have no problem with dismembering babies in the womb by abortion. Nothing is more heartless. Nothing is more morally corrupt than when you can't see right with your own eyes that tearing a living baby apart in the womb is wrong. When you can't see that that's wrong, you're not going to... You're not going to care that bribery is wrong. You're not going to care that setting up these all these 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 companies, all these shell companies, you're not going to see anything wrong with that. Money laundering, you're not going to see anything wrong with that. You're not going to see anything wrong with lying, as Biden has been doing repeatedly. When he said, oh, well, I don't know anything about my son's business deals. Or I never discussed the yeah, Like hell, we have the evidence now. You, we know that you talked with him about these things. We know that you knew about these things. We know that he involved you in these things. Liar. All right, let's go into, let's talk about, let's, let's, let's see. The Word of God has something to say about all this. So we go to the letter of Paul to the Philippians in chapter 3, starting in verse 17. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like His glorious body by the power that enables Him even to subject all things to Himself. Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm thus in the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we ask that we... Do stand firm in you, free from the wiles and seductions of corruption, free from the love of money and power, free from the spirit of deceit and lying. Lord God, keep us and keep our fellow citizens, and especially keep those in public office, free from these things. And for those, Lord God, who are enslaved to these things, Remove them from public office. Let your people rise up and at the voting booth vote them out of power. Them and all their enablers, all their co-conspirators in crime, 
betrayal of America, selling ourselves out to foreign powers like China. Lord God, remove from power these people. Let the power of the voting booth save America. Let the power of citizens who do not relent in their efforts at the voting booth save this country from corrupt leaders. And Lord God, along with the power of the voting booth, grant us, Lord God, the power of righteous judges who are able to make decisions above and beyond partisan political considerations. And give us, Lord God, in our nation, a spiritual renewal based on what St. Paul says here, a spiritual renewal in which we keep our mind focused on the acceptance and the obedience to your commands. Opening ourselves to the Spirit, having the joy of living the new life in Christ. We ask all this through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. So a new poll pointed out recently, tip survey, 63% majority, that's a strong majority of American adults, believing that Joe Biden should leave the presidency if the allegations of corruption and bribery by foreign powers prove true. Well, they are true. Like again, like I say, do you need a video of him carrying the money bags? But the information is continuing to come out, and that's why the distractions from the fake news media continue to come out. Oh, let's talk about let's talk about law breaking by Trump so that we don't have time to talk about law breaking by Biden. This is this is what we've come to in America. 33% of these people say that Biden should be impeached. And we talked the other day about the, time, the fact that that time has come now because, you know, impeachment, the idea here is not removal from office because the Senate would never do that. Unless, of course, the evidence is to them uh, uh, become so overwhelming or, or, or so, so much, they get so much pressure from the public. I mean, there comes a certain point where even the Democrats would have to, not that they would want to, um, do something about this. But short of that, which we do not expect, then uh, it's a matter not of removal from office. It's a matter of getting the information to the voters. Because, you know, you may not be able to force these uh, Senate uh, Democrats to do the right thing and remove a corrupt president from office. Kawaiko because he has that label D and, oh my goodness, getting him in trouble would, would get Obama in trouble too. But it's, it is possible to come to the point where the actions are so dramatic and the evidence so overwhelming that even the fake news media have to cover it. And that's the, that's the point of initiating an, an impeachment inquiry first, getting, getting, enabling Congress to get information that it can't get under ordinary rubrics of investigation, but impeachment inquiries would give them more power to get more information. And then when you start throwing around the word impeachment, I mean, that's a major news story. And it comes to the point where you, you can back the media into a corner where they have no choice but to talk about these things and therefore get to the American public the information that right now they're trying to distract them from. That's the strategy. And that's why I urged you to uh, call the um, 
Call the uh, Fit Switchboard, 202-224-3121, 202-224-3121, the Capital Switchboard. Ask for the Speaker of the House, his office, encourage him to move forward with this impeachment inquiry, and then call your own senators and your own and your representatives too. Call them all, the Republican ones. Don't waste time with these, 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 these Democrat lunatics, but the, uh, the Republican ones. And say, impeachment time, let's get the inquiry going. Yes, build the case. Now, you know, there are many voices that are saying, well, don't, don't rush into impeachment. Build the case. I'm all in favor of both of these things. Get the process rolling so that, A, Congress can get more information, and, B, the media are forced into talking more about the Biden crime corruption. And at the same time, there's no need to rush things if you have the opportunity, I mean, once Congress has access to even more of this information, build the case, build it strong. Yes, don't be premature, but keep the train moving so that the public gets the information that it deserves prior to the election. Now, on the other side of the coin, with the things that are going on with President Trump, and, and I'm, I'll be one of my trips I'm making coming up pretty soon here is to Louisiana, and I have a message for uh, the Republican senator there, Cassidy. Of course, Kennedy is great, but Cassidy is, is a, a little bit iffy. Talking about, oh, well, yeah, well, you know, I'll vote for President Trump if he's the nominee, but I think he should, Cassidy says, well, maybe he should judge, or he should drop out of the race because, you know, pre- the American people are not going to want to vote for someone who's convicted. Well, first of all, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of voters who are going to say, I may not be inclined to choose Trump as my first alternative, but I'm going to stand with him because that's my way of standing against this corruption and politicization and weaponization of government in a way we have never seen in American history. So they see a vote for Trump as a way to stop the corruption, but also... I'm not so sure that uh, any kind of trial is going to happen before the election. You know, the Trump attorneys are going to file all kinds of motions. And, you know, it's very, it's very, very easy to extend these court processes for years. You see, you got to ask strategically on the part of these leftist lunatics, Jack Smith and these other prosecutors, these lunatics, these haters of America, because that's what they are. And they're imbeciles as far as how they deal with the law. You got to ask, why all of a sudden the rush to a trial, they're setting dates for, you know, January, just before the the first primaries begin, and then the day before Super Tuesday. I mean, can the election interference be any more blatant than it is? But not only that, all of a sudden they want to rush to trial. You got to give the attorneys a chance to to make their case. You got to give the defense a chance to create the, the, the defense why suddenly rushing to trial, putting it right in the middle of key election days, when you're talking about things that happened two and a half and three years ago or more? Why didn't you, if January 6th was such an issue, if documents being taken was such an issue, well, President Trump didn't leave the White House last month. It's 2023. We're more than halfway through 2023. President Trump left the White House in January of 2021. 
What, 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 the, what in the world are you waiting two and a half years for? Oh, oh, let me guess. The election! You know, anybody who doesn't see this, you know, it's really time to wake up. All right, so you got this survey here. 30 per, 33% say Biden should be impeached. 30% say he should resign immediately if the charges are true. Well, they're true. Let's go through a little bit of this that's going on. I'm going to walk you through uh, some, of these, some of these steps here. Okay. So both the New York Times and Politico, so we're not exactly talking about right-wing uh, uh, media entities here, recently reviewed a trove of documents leading up to the failed plea date deal that we saw fall apart for Hunter Biden. Now, according to Politico, Hunter's legal team tried to pressure David Weiss, the Delaware U.S. attorney, tried to pressure him against charging Hunter. How were they trying to pressure him? By invoking the big guy, Joe. So Chris Clark, Hunter's attorney, wrote to Weiss about the illegal, alleged illegal gun possession by Hunter. And he said, look, if Weiss charges Hunter for it, quote, President Biden now unquestionably would be a fact witness for the defense in any criminal trial. And he said this would create a spectacle. At the very least, it would embarrass uh, the Department of Justice. We would have the president arguing against his own DOJ. It could create a constitutional crisis, etc. So Weiss's office was pushing for an even lighter plea deal for Hunter. Let's not get to this, this spectacle of a trial. You got to, they got to have the president testify on behalf of his son against the DOJ. So he was pressing for a plea deal, this, this Weiss, who now then, of course, all this backlash has been created by his being appointed as the special counsel of all people. But then the IRS whistleblowers came forward, and they said there was political interference from the Department of Justice. They came forward with these concerns. So negotiations uh, became more difficult, and then the idea came about, the plan was hatched, that Hunter would not have to plead guilty to any crimes, but would have to agree to a deferred prosecution agreement. So an agreement was drafted that would say, oh, Hunter would admit that he was late in paying his taxes, agree to pay what he owes, pay taxes on time for the next five years, in, his, in, in the meantime, give up his right to own a gun. Um, a few changes were suggested, and but still no guilty plea. And the two sides agreed, Weiss is involved here, to broad language that would protect Hunter and here was the thing that really got the attention of the judge, right? From any further prosecution from the Department of Justice for anything encompassed in the statement of facts. Okay, so as this proceeded, um, they, uh, the Republicans, of course, were uh, talking already about special treatment being uh, offered for Hunter Biden. The IRS whistleblowers were speaking out. Uh, news broke that a team of IRS investigators had been removed from the Hunter Biden case. Um, the media started getting involved, running some interviews. 
And then what happened is that the assistant U.S. attorney, Wolf, told Clark that this agreement would have to be renegotiated to include a guilty plea by Hunter Biden. The two sides had to work out that plea deal that ultimately went before the judge and fell apart before everybody's eyes in court when the judge was saying, are you saying that he can't be prosecuted under Farah, the Foreign Agents Registration Act? Because, of course, everybody knew about these uh, matters regarding um, dealings with foreign entities, Ukraine, China, etc. The Republicans are now talking about the evidence that directly connects the president with Hunter's overseas business dealings. Okay, we've heard from whistleblowers. We've heard the testimony about the, uh, you know, Hunter is with his business partners and he gets Joe Biden on the phone. Now, you know, the Democrats have this stupid argument that, oh, well, you know, they were just discussing the weather. It doesn't matter what they discussed. Do they not understand what's going on here? When you talk about influence peddling, What they're paying Hunter for is access to Joe. You get Joe on the phone. Yeah, you can talk about the weather. The fact of the matter is you got him on the phone. Should be pretty obvious. He's his son anyway. But look here. So you see, well, here he is. Hey, dad, I'm on the bib with my business partners here. See, I can, in other words, what he's saying to them is, hey, I can get you connected with with the big guy. You You know, it's so stupid. What, what do they think the American people are so stupid? Oh, they're going to say, oh, oh, yeah, they're just discussing the weather. Please stop insulting our intelligence. Stop. Just stop it. And on and on it went. Now we have these aliases. Oh, what do we got here? What's his name? Robert L. Peters. Hey, did you know we elected Robert L. Robert L. Peters? To the presidency, more votes than anybody else in uh, American history. Robert L. Peters, there you go, Joe, that's a good name for you. And several other names, apparently. That this man, the president of the United States, is using and has been using alias email uh, names to receive various kinds of information and copies Hunter Biden on matters relating to Ukraine. Oh, I, I thought Hunter. I thought Hunter and Joe never. I thought there was no connection there in terms of his business dealings with other countries, and never, never knew about it. Joe, right? Never talked about it. No, of course. Actually, that's right. Joe Biden didn't know about it. It was it was Robert L. Peters, and it turns out it's the same guy. You know what? This, aren't you sick of this corruption? This, this is really, <laughs> this is bad stuff. You know, I was talking to you the other day too about, you know, it's not just that the Bidens received tens of millions of dollars. And again, if nothing was wrong, here's our challenge. Listen, show us your bank records. If you guys did nothing wrong, then why do we have to pull teeth to get your bank records? Just show us the records. Allay the the fears, uh, the suspicions of the American people. Show us the records. And if in fact, and also, oh, you know what? 
tell us what services Hunter gave in exchange. If it wasn't this influence peddling, uh, access to his dad, but so, so so what services? What did Hunter give? What were his services? What is the expertise that he gave to these these foreign nations to this uh, Burisma company? Uh, you know, what does he know about energy and oil and or any of these things? But what does he know about these things? What services did he provide? So if you can tell me what service, legitimate services he provided, and you can show your bank records that there was no shady transactions, well, then that leaves just one other big question. Why all the shell companies? If the transactions were above board and Hunter was providing, as of yet unknown, legitimate services, well, then why not just pay him directly Show that you paid him directly for legitimate services, case closed. But no, you got all these shell companies that have been discovered. Why? Oh, but let's talk about uh, President Trump's documents at Mar-a-Lago, and let's talk about the rioters on January 6th. Distract, distract, distract. Dick Morris was talking about the and he's going to talk about in his book, you know, we know what the Bidens got from China and from these other countries, tens of millions. Well, what did they give? What did Biden give to China? We went through this the other night in some detail. You know, I just wanted to expand on one or two points here. This business about the dollar, Biden hasn't been pushing back against this BRICS effort. Now, BRICS, B-R-I-C-S. Uh, refers to Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa coming together to try to replace the dollar. Now, the U.S. dollar is the standard in world currency. It's the king. And what that means is, unlike other countries, because it's the U.S. dollar, when we have to pay our debts, to other countries, well, we can just print more dollars. But having the dollar as the international standard of currency really puts us in a big advantage when we've got a, you know, we've got this, this unbelievable debt in the trillions of dollars, and we've got to pay for our defense. We've got to pay uh, our, you know, to take care of our citizens and and uh, uh, social security system and all this. How about you? We run out of money. We just print more. And these other countries are like, hey, wait a second, you got it, you got you got an easy way out here. We don't. We have to translate our currency into the dollar. So well, let's replace the dollar with some other kind of international currency. And they got, you know, various different ideas that they're coming up with. And this way here, the United States is at a disadvantage because then in order to pay our debts, we've got to basically seek the seek the permission of other countries and translate the dollar into some other kind of currency. And it causes all kinds of uh of disadvantages for us. China's leading the revolt here, and Biden isn't pushing back. No, of course not. Just like he's not pushing back about, why don't you guys open up the Wuhan lab for some further investigation so that the people of the world, six million of whom were killed by this China virus, and many of whom think China did that deliberately, would can have some answers about the origins of this? Do you know that China shut down access to the lab? It's like, even if we were pushing for an investigation, 
which Biden isn't, they won't let it. They won't let it happen. Where are, where's the push for investigations? Where's the push for answers? I'm talking about on the part of Biden. Where's the, the sanctions, the embargoes? You hear what President Trump says, and he got, he got money out of China, billions. And no other president had, got, has even, had even gotten a dime from China. And can you imagine in a second term what he would do here? I mean, where are the sanctions? Where are the embargoes? Nothing. Nothing! Corruption. Corruption. The Chinese are flooding our colleges with students. You say, whoa, what's, what's wrong with that? Because then they can be spies. Oh, but oh, but that's 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 conspiracy theory. Well, let's find out. And so under President Trump, we were actually cracking down on on investigating this spy activity on the part of Chinese students flooding our American universities. Guess what Biden did? Just guess. Shut down the effort. Shut it down. No more of this. It's racial profiling. Uh, you know, and, and we can go on and on. And I did go on the other night. You could re rewatch that program. Other things that Biden has done. Deliberate changes. I mean, it's one thing. Oh, I'm not going to make this a priority. But he's purposely stopping things that the Trump administration was doing and that a second Trump administration would no doubt do to protect ourselves against actual or potential or suspected activity from China that is not in our best interests. I mean, this is... I want to go to back to Scripture here because we're dealing with corrupt people. And Scripture, friends, instructs us how to deal with corrupt people. And corrupt actions. We've got to take our guidance here from the Word. So I want to go to Ephesians. We read from uh, from Philippians there, uh, chapter three, a similar passage in Ephesians chapter five. Let's just read this in a prayerful way and uh, continue praying for this country at this dark, dark time where we've got these corrupt people in the White House. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. And walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness or foolish talk or crude joking which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. For you can be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure or is covetous, that is, an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes down upon the sons of disobedience. Isn't, it, isn't this refreshing stuff in the light of all this garbage? Isn't, isn't, aren't these refreshing words? The word of God is living and active. It probes the thoughts and motives of the heart. Dividing joints from marrow and 
Okay, so let no one deceive you with empty words. Because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not associate with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful to speak of the things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. And therefore it says, Awake, O sleeper, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Look carefully then on how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Be filled with the Spirit. Do not get drunk on wine, for that is debauchery. Be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with all your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Isn't that beautiful? That's what we need in America. That's what we need in the White House. That's what we need in all the chambers of government. That's what we need. Let's turn to the Lord and ask for it. Father, we ask you, shine light in the darkness. Bring all these deeds of corruption, as painful as they are to think about and talk about. Bring them to the light. And Lord God, we see that, 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 that through whistleblowers and their courage, we ask you to give them protection. Through oversight hearings, and we ask you to give strength to the members of Congress. Through possible impeachment inquiries, through the records that have been obtained, the recordings, the documents, the bank records. Lord God, you are bringing these things to the light. And it is disturbing, and sometimes it is slow and difficult to put all the pieces together. Maybe not to see the forest for the trees. We hear a lot of details and arguments and news stories. But if we take a step back, Lord, we see things coming together in the light. We thank you for that. We ask that the light continue to be shown on these things and we know, Lord God, that our fellow citizens, Republican or Democrat, would not want to have a person like this in, in the White House. If they are convinced that these allegations are true. So protect us, Lord God. Protect us from corruption. That's our simple prayer today. Shed the light on evil and let us be light. Paul just, just doesn't say we are in the light. He says we are light. We are light in you, Lord God. We are the light of the world because you are the light of the world and you have sent us into the world. Enable us to be faithful to our mission. We pray now as Jesus taught us, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
All right, keep an eye out for Dick Morris's book, The Biden Corruption Family. And you know, have you told people that don't know about our program about it? People that don't know about Right Side Broadcasting Network or about our programs on our other channels, have you told others about it? Because that's one of the things you can do to contribute to the saving of our nation. Getting ourselves out of this mess means, first of all, understanding the mess Understanding it in the light of the Word of God, that's one of the things we do that makes this program unique from others who are commenting on the same things. But uh, we bring in the spiritual dimension. Let other believers, let other patriots know about what we're doing here on Praying for America and invite them to participate too. And I appreciate you doing that. Uh, You are a great community, a great online community. Let's continue to grow and let's save this nation. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. All of us involved with this ministry are very committed to praying for you and your intentions every day. That is why Priests for Life has set up a special website, prayerintentions.org. I want to invite you to go there today and let us know what your prayer needs are and the needs of your loved ones. The Priests for Life team will lift up all those intentions to the Lord, and we will ask you to pray for us as well. Go to prayerintentions.org. God bless you. Priests for Life, saving lives for over 30 years. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.